0: My kingdom for a pair of players. I already.
2: I just sent the. uh, I sent the outcry.
0: Who 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 is strong? It had to be Morris. Who's strong enough to turn the this thumb screw on this microphone to the point where you can't loosen it? Uh, If it would have been Morris, he would have busted it. Um, I'm not sure, but that's really welcome back, bro. I lost. I lost a dollar. Reavers, I owe you a buck. Yes, you do. I bet, the, and Johnny, I, I already paid John. Oh, uh, Rook, I bet the boys a buck that you would have eaten <laughs> at some uh, ridiculous place. My my point being, you would not have taken advantage of all of the dining options in New York City, but it turns out you did. You went to Katz's Deli. Uh, we did. The Pat apple- believes it's very Jewish. Ah, uh, yeah. There <laughs> might have been a
3: uh,
2: a, a non-believer or two. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. But it was a um I'll say this, the Applebee's in Times Square was full, so we had ended up going to uh
3: cats. Yeah. Well see, I was betting on something like Applebee's. But and- here's why I knew you were in trouble, Mayor. Why? I know my guy. Yeah, I thought my I, guy, I thought I did. My guy takes one thing very seriously. Food. And that's his food.
2: Right. Uh, it was uh, It really, uh, Cecil's is the best I've ever, some, some of the best I've ever had. Yeah, well, this had to be. Uh, I'm I'm sorry to. Uh, this had to be Hall of Fame. Yeah, um, but it was, this was just. What was the sandwich you sent the picture of? It oh. was just a pastrami mm-hmm. sandwich. Mm-hmm. There was no saw. If you ask for mayo, yeah. you take your life into your own hands. Really? <laughs> and it was packed. It was the When Harry Met Sally uh, Diner. Oh, really? They've I'll have a, what he's
0: having. I'll they, have what she's having. They yeah.
2: got a sign right above where that was, and it says, when Harry met Sally was filmed here. Yeah. I hope you had what she had. Right, but it was it was very clever. Okay, uh, 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 v- very on edge in uh, New York. A lot uh, of helicopters, well, police presence. I didn't get close to the um, to the horrific act. What did you do? Walk uh, around. Walked around Little Italy, Soho. Yeah, a little bit of Chinatown. Basically, I I have the opportunity to go there. I won't say how or right, why. Right. it's an unusual opportunity at a at a ver, at a for a really good deal, right, and I took right, advantage of it, right. and that's the reason I went there for the day. But you go to a museum, maybe anything. To uh, a... We'll go back to a museum. Mm-hmm. We didn't have enough. We didn't have enough time, and I didn't have any kids with me. Do I need the iPhone X? Uh, the line at the Apple Store yeah. in in New York, in New York, not the main one, but the one in Soho. Uh, they were. I thought it was homeless people. They were waiting around the block, and this is at three in the afternoon yesterday.
0: It's a thousand dollars. You don't need it, no. It, and what's it? What's the? It has a lush screen, whatever that means, and facial recognition skills. I don't know what that means. Does that mean it will only work for the owner? I would imagine it, it recognizes the face of the owner. It
2: uh, it is in place of the passcode. I don't even it, I don't even like a passcode. I don't have a passcode on mine either. My yeah. kids do, but. Um, I am told, and I wish I had my twelve-year-old here because he would tell you the the merits of it. Yeah, uh, the camera is one hundred times better.
0: And I don't know how it could be. I, I this, don't even know what model I have, but the the camera probably, is hold phenomenal. You
2: probably have a, it's probably a six, maybe. I don't. Know. I think
0: you have a six. I don't know. I don't. know. I, don't,
2: I think I have a six something. Is that the guy with the pliers? Yeah, bring him in here. Yeah, send him in here. Go ahead the studio. Is that the guy oh, Don't with let the him bark. Players. If he barks at you, just smack him right in the head with those players. Who's this okay? guy?
0: Who's the kid that's showing up with the players? Rick. No. Yeah. No. Richard. No. Uh, no. Jake. Did he get lost? It's Jake. We're He's not coming that far around. away.
2: Jake's. Or Jake's right Jake?
0: there. Yes. Here. Don't leave. I'll give him right back. <laughs> this is.
2: This is radio. This is live radio, folks. And Joe's <laughs> microphone go, was Jay. at a different angle. Thanks. Jake, you're a savior. Thank you. Yep. I like See,
0: I'm a man of routine.
2: You are. I, I, and, and but uh, in your defense, I will say this in your defense, whoever screwed that on tight yeah. didn't want it to ever move again. Well, no, but it was tilted too upright. Just yeah. like that. I, uh, you I have mean, your ways. You are not
3: to apologize for that. I can't even mock well, you. Well, we had fill-ins for Mackie and Judd. <clears throat> yeah. So maybe that's what it was.
2: Maybe Matthew Collar's got uh, arm, uh, forearms of steel. Uh, I was. I'm trying to... Uh, Where were
0: we? We were at the iPhone. I'm the iPhone ten. Trying to find 10. out what it features. Uh, first, it, it features here. Uh, it boasts it boasts a color popping OLED screen, which isn't as readily available as a standard LCD display. Okay, I I don't know if that's worth a grand to me. Uh, so the hell with them. I'm not going to get one, not till the price comes down uh let's <laughs> let's let's go back to New York this, this is a kid with some with a sense of duty student injured Tuesday in the terror attack went to school the next day to keep his perfect attendance record. wow oh. I saw
2: this and I saw I know which kid it is
0: you saw the kid
2: yeah it's what? the it's the kid he's he has Down syndrome and he was on the stretcher on top of someone when they were taking him out of the the original day he was on the bus. Yeah, that was mangled.
0: One of two city students injured Tuesday when a terrorist rammed his truck into their school bus was back in class the next day to keep his perfect attendance record. Schools Chancellor Carmen Farina uh, revealed the story on a visit Thursday morning with Mayor de Blasio to comfort shaken students and staffers at Stuyvesant High School. One of the students that was on the bus, we all assumed, would not come back the next day, Farina said. The 16-year-old boy had gone to the hospital with minor injuries, but he was released and went home. The next morning, he told his mother he wanted to go to school. What he told his mother is he had to go to school because he was working on 100% perfect attendance, Farina said. The, teen, the teen's bus didn't show up at his Brooklyn home, uh, assuming, too, that he'd want the day off. His mother took a service car from Brooklyn to Manhattan to deliver the child to school. Farina said that's what New York is all about. I don't know. Another student injured in Tuesday's attack was not as fortunate. A family member of the 14-year-old girl said she has not regained consciousness. She's still in the ICU Cornell wheel. The hospital uh, is doing everything they can, said the family member who wouldn't give her name. She was in the school bus uh, she has special needs, she's in critical condition. There is no uh, mention here that the child that you believe kept his perfect attendance record uh, is a Down syndrome child. Uh,
2: that's exactly what I saw because when, when this child was rolled out on the stretcher, yeah, I thought this guy is going to be this st- is going to be a huge story, huh. and that's what I saw this morning on TV, on TV, oh, yes. Oh, okay,
0: because I, I, I have not
3: seen anything. Was it a color set? It was a color set, yeah.
2: You got a color set.
0: Hey, say the wild
3: did bounce on, before, back. before
2: you before you change, yeah, the iPhone 10. Yeah, Gabe wasn't available,
3: <clears throat> so we'll go to Matthew Jr. The next best option. All right, <laughs>
2: Matthew. Joe is yeah. concerned, uh, not concerned. Joe has questions about why the iPhone 10 is so great. Do I need an iPhone
0: 10? You do. You do. well. What 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 do you have right now? I have no idea. <laughs> Six, you're probably I think. still
1: at the four. No, is, it's just is, is I, you're I, still square.
0: Uh. Well, it's got rounded corners.
1: All right, so that's that's good at least. That's, that's a, a six. That's a I think start. I'm a six. I think. All right, I'm a six too. All right. Uh, the iPhone 10, though, it's got the full no more home button on it.
0: Okay. So
1: it, you can unlock it with your face.
0: All right. That's that's not uh, important that, to me.
1: That's extremely. You could so you can save those precious few seconds. Yeah. <laughs> that's, okay. That's big
0: time. All right, kid. And uh, the camera. <laughs> what about yeah. the camera? The camera in this one's pretty good.
1: It's, you, you, you won't even, you won't believe it's a professional camera on the iPhone 10 basically.
0: Huh.
1: You won't believe the, the difference. Alright.
0: Did you
2: hear yet?
1: No, I have not. Thanks.
2: Let me know. Alright, thanks a lot.
1: I will. Alright, alright,
2: alright. Move along. A Move finalist yeah. for a scholarship. Wonderful. In the, over at the University of St. Thomas. One of three. Good. Good. The uh, deer
0: opener is tomorrow morning.
3: Are you going? You going hunting? No, but I really rooting for the hunters. Yeah, let's send out that herd, baby. I hey. saw three on my way home last night. At the bar, you... or were they just? <laughs> uh, no, just two twelve. It's they're all over the place. Well, they're all over the city. from
2: yeah. Road by. <laughs> they're by the synagogue. City. Yeah,
3: <laughs> they're going to. They're going
2: to service. They're going to molars. Right, they got their little uh, yarmulkes
0: on. And nearly a half a million people are expected to bag a deer. Wildlife Population and Regulations Program Manager Steve Merchant predicts the season should be one of the best for hunters since 2010 the, because the deer herd has increased tremendously. No kidding. We think we are going to harvest right around 200,000 deer, uh, and that'll be the highest number since 2010. Merchant said we harvested 173,000 last year, and we expect a significant bump from that. Uh, according to the DNR, three consecutive mild winters and three years of tight harvest regulations combined to help Minnesota's deer population rebound. I didn't know it was in distress. You can't tell from the city. Right. Uh, There are new regulations for hunters. Uh, The bag limit for deer intensive management areas is down to three, and any hunter may use a scope on their muzzle loader. No permit is required. Also this year, the DNR will collect tissue samples for chronic wasting disease testing in central, north-central, and southeast counties. I can't argue with that. Huh? No, I I'd be very nervous about that. Right. In Wisconsin, they've eliminated the minimum hunting age.
2: You can be 3. No,
0: well. <laughs> yeah. It was a controversial proposal in the legislature this past session with some lawmakers strong, strongly against it saying it's not safe. However, some hunters told KSTP, our affiliate, they hope it will attract younger women to the sport. Oh. If it gets one girl to see that you can wear blaze pink and it's cool and it's exciting, then I think it will definitely prove its <laughs> worth. Angie Forcone from the Minnesota Deer Hunters Association said, uh, by the way, this year, for the first time ever in Minnesota, you can wear blaze pink. I did see that. That can be substituted for blaze orange. Well, having been one that went through the hunter and
2: safety uh, course yeah. that's put on by the state, Yeah. Uh orange they're i mean they're very careful about that but the pink is going to be just as fine you can see it
0: everywhere i don't think this is shaping up to be a mild winter you don't think no, so no i think this is shaping up to be a doozy i'm i'm with you yeah yeah because uh this is very early for example for golf courses to be closed i keep record i keep records of my last it's round like each ice year out. it's like ice yeah. out for the lake i played november 9th last year
2: well, we would get a run. This is here is my problem. It it got so cold so quickly that a lot of yard work did not get done. I know you were talking about leaving the leaves. Yeah,
0: I, I, yeah I've never, I've never, uh, never been a big leaf problem.
2: But a lot of people rain man that and want those leaves gone.
0: Yeah. Ryan. Hey, Joel. Hi.
1: Good. Hi. The the thing that the DNR failed to recognize is that the corn harvest is is probably about. Two to three weeks behind schedule. At at uh, at best estimate, it's maybe 30 percent done. So, uh,
2: what happens with the cold then? What's that? What happens with the cold?
1: Well, not. I mean, that's 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 really a non-factor for the deer. Let me ask but, you
0: a different question. What does the corn have to do with deer?
1: Well, the, what the corn has to do with deer is the deer will be hiding in the corn.
0: Oh, I see. So the deer have more places to hide because that corn hasn't been taken oh, in yet.
1: Exactly. Right. So I, I don't think it's going to be a very good harvest.
0: All right. Thank you. Yeah. I'm still rooting for for all the fellas to, yeah. uh, to do as much as possible. The New Orleans Saints have fired. I'm going back on brand here. Oh, okay. Fut bah. Are you aware of this story, a director of social media? The, uh, the New Orleans Saints have fired back at a retired Navy commander who declined to receive an award at this Sunday's game at the Superdome no. due to NFL player protests. The team defended its commitment to the military. Uh, John Wells said in a statement that while he's touched and honored by the award, he can't accept it because of NFL players' disrespect for the national flag. Wow! The People's Health is Award is for those who've made significant accomplishments after reaching the age of 65. Wells is Executive Director of Military Veterans Advocacy in Slidell, Louisiana. I am unable in good conscience to enter an NFL stadium while this discourtesy prevails, he said, adding that the award is tainted with the dishonorable actions of the NFL and its players, and to accept it would be hypocritical. Hear, hear. I had hoped and prayed that the NFL would outlaw these disgraceful protests and wanted to give the commissioner and the owners a fair opportunity to do so, well said. Their failure to act is a slap. In the face to all of those who have served in uniform, men and women have fought and died for the flag that the players are disrespecting. Wells did not specifically call out the Saints or any other team in his statement, only the league in general. Uh, the franchise issued a lengthy statement yesterday criticizing Wells in defending its de- uh, commitment to the military. We will, all, we will not allow Mr. Wells' decision and subsequent media appearances to distract our players and organization from continuing to honor and support our military and veterans. The statement said we, as an organization, have decided to move on from this sad and divisive discourse and focus
3: our attention on supporting our military and veterans.
2: Well, I wonder who the American public is going to side with. Hmm.
3: Well, and you know what I find surprising, Joe, is given how much interaction and pregame ceremonies that take place around the league, I'm kind of surprised that this hasn't happened sooner. Or maybe it has and we just haven't heard about it. Unfortunately, he has chosen very publicly not to
0: accept this honor and refuse the opportunity to promote the very cause for which he was being honored and distract from the awareness we hope to build throughout our community, the Saints noted. Uh, We respect his decision. He has that right, and we thank him for his service to our country and his past efforts on behalf of the military and veterans. Wow, good for him. The statement also noted that Saint that Saints players have stood for the national anthem in every game since our inception in nineteen sixty-seven, uh, with the exception of one game, the week three game at Carolina, when a f- few of our players did sit. Okay. So it sounds to me like the the vet, uh his his beef is with the league. Right, not the, not not the, the Saints. Team. Not yeah. the Saints. Uh since week three, Saints players have been kneeling before the anthem and then standing during the anthem. Uh the team did draw fire a few weeks ago in loud booze when players stayed in their take a knee position during a moment of silence for a slain New York uh, for a slain New Orleans police officer. Geez, you got to stand for that, don't you? Uh, in good conscience, I would. I wouldn't even think of taking a knee to tell you the truth. But. After a series of tweets reacting to the Saints' statement, safety Kenny Dwayne Vaccaro jumped into the fray with some tweets. Uh-oh. Our crowd boos us before the anthem. Therefore, it's not about the flag. It's about the fact that we are bringing awareness to a cause that makes people oh, uncomfortable. Uh, people think you're kneeling for the anthem. They saw it once versus Carolina, and they think you'll do it again. Uh, he said that's not the case. Just stand up and do and your other wondered, work off. Then, then. then he added, do Lieutenant Dan <laughs> have legs in real life?
2: Oh, I'm just really getting sick of these dummies that are kneeling for the, the Well, cause. again,
0: to clarify the protest, uh, that guy is taking the opportunity, uh, as well he might, to lash out at the league, not necessarily the Saints. Well, this isn't going to go
2: away until uh, until everybody is standing or they just take away the anthem, which well, would be, uh, I think, very even worse.
0: Is John Height ready with a newscast? I hope so on a Scramble Friday. All right. The uh, vet who has a beef with the league, mm-hmm. uh, John Wells, is it? Uh, he's a retired uh, Navy commander. He's disabled. He served from 1992 through 1990, 1972 through 1994. All right. And I'm supposed to ask you two moron twins where yesterday's podcast is. Uh, it was just, uh, we had some
2: technical difficulties, but it will be up uh, shortly in about uh, by the next break. Here's John Height.
4: Thanks, Joe. Cloudy and 33 Degrees. This update brought to you by the Duluth Trading Company. Visit Duluth Trading Company stores in Fridley, Bloomington, and downtown Duluth. The Wild with a big 6-3 win over the Montreal Canadiens last night. They wrap up their six-game homestand tomorrow Against the Chicago Blackhawks at the Excel Energy Center. Dallas Cowboy owner Jerry Jones, Patriots owner Robert Kraft, and Texans owner Bob McNair are among a number of people that will be deposed in relation to Colin Kaepernick's collusion grievance against the league. Uh-oh. They'll be required to turn over all cell phone oh. calls and emails in relation to Kaepernick, and a number of other owners, teams, and league officials will also be deposed. Kaepernick filed a grievance against the league for colluding to not sign him, which would be a violation of the collective bargaining agreement. Simply proving that Kaepernick deserves to be on a roster based on performance or that he has not been signed due to his social activism does not prove collusion. There must be evidence that teams communicated with each other and made a collective decision not to sign him, according to lawyers. Well,
3: one question, John. Are, are, there, are the cell phones issued by the league? Mm, I don't know. Because they can't just have that. Remember when they did the same thing with Tom Brady, and Brady just said, No, you're not having well, my phone. This is a court case. This isn't the league. Oh, okay. This is a
4: court case. He's
3: yes, wow. filed
4: a, a lawsuit against them. So, yeah, this isn't the league. So, this is about this... to get ugly? Yeah, I think so. It's
0: about to go down. It's, it's about, about to go, go down. down.
4: News notes from today. Authorities say they found the rifle that belonged to a Morrison County man believed to be out hunting by himself when he was fatally shot in November 2016. The preliminary investigation indicates the rifle was the one used to kill Terry Brisk. Morrison County Sheriff Sean Larson made the announcement this morning saying forensic investigation continues, but the Winchester Model 3030 lever action rifle is believed to have been the weapon used in what's being investigated as a homicide. Larson said further information about the rifle could not be shared because the investigation remains ongoing. Brisk was found shot to death on his parents' property just east of Little Falls. Investigators said he was shot between 2.26 p.m. and 4.20 p.m. on November 7th of last year. The rifle was not found by Brisk's body, and authorities had been conducting a search for the weapon. A reward of up to $30,000 from local donors has been offered for any info leading to the arrest of the person who shot and killed Brisk. Anyone with info is asked to call the Morrison County Sheriff's Office. Information can also be provided by contacting Crime Stoppers of Minnesota at
0: 1-800-222-TIPS. You say the rifle's been found? That's correct. Where? Uh, Away from the body. But in the outside, Uh, apparently, in the woods? Yes, they didn't say the
4: exact exact location, just that it was uh, not within the body's reach. The State Patrol says a driver on Interstate 494 in Maple Grove last week had a bit of a surprise. A piece of metal flew off a nearby truck, bounced off the freeway, and through the driver's windshield. State Patrol said in a post on its Facebook page, the incident happened October 26th on 494 near 94. 38-year-old woman suffered only a few minor cuts. The driver of the truck has not been located. State Patrol posted images in an effort to warn motorists to safely secure anything they're transporting and to schedule stops to make sure the load is still secure while en route to your location. The president receiving some criticism for saying he's disappointed with the Justice Department and won't rule out firing Attorney General Jeff Sessions if Sessions won't investigate Democrats. Honestly, they should be looking at the Democrats, Trump told reporters before uh, departing the White House on his 12-day trip to Asia. His comments came after he launched a multi-part Twitter attack, criticizing his former 2016 rival Hillary Clinton and the Democratic National Convention this morning. He wrote, Crooked Hillary bought the DNC and then stole the Democratic primary from Crazy Bernie. It's the <laughs> real...
0: crazy it's Bernie.
4: It's sad that we have to laugh. Got to break them up. Uh, it's the real story of collusion. He wrote. <laughs> Asked if he would fire Sessions if the Department of Justice doesn't focus its investigative powers on Democrats. He replied, "I don't know." Uh, last night, he said he wishes he could get involved with the Justice Department. And directed toward Hillary Clinton, he said, "The saddest thing is that because I'm the President of the United States, I'm not supposed to be involved with the Justice Department or the FBI." A military judge has found that Bo Bergdahl should serve no prison time for endangering his comrades by walking off his Afghanistan post. The judge also gave Bergdahl a dishonorable discharge, reduced his rank to private, said he must forfeit pay equal to $1,000 per month for 10 months. Bergdahl appeared tense, grimaced, and clenched his jaw. His attorneys put their arms around him and one patted him on the back as the sentence was given. Bergdahl had pleaded guilty to desertion and misbehavior before the enemy. He had faced up to life in prison. The judge had wide leeway because Bergdahl made no deal with prosecutors. Prosecutors had sought stiff punishment because of wounds to service members who were looking for Bergdahl after he disappeared in 2009. He was held captive by Taliban allies for five years. The defense sought to counter that evidence with testimony about Bergdahl's suffering during five years as a captive, his contributions to military intelligence and survival instruction, and his mental health problems. A marketing company in Tokyo is awarding a novel perk to its non-smoking employees, an extra week's vacation for non-smokers. The corporate planning director for Piala, Hirotaka Matsushima, said the company began offering the six days of extra vacation to all of its staff members in September. He said the policy was installed as a benefit for non-smokers to compensate for smoking breaks taken by their colleagues, About two-thirds of the company's employees don't smoke. Overall, smoking's still quite prevalent in Japan, with almost 20% of the over-20-year-olds saying they smoke. Nearly 40% of men in their 30s still smoke. Most office workers do their puffing designated smoking rooms in outdoor areas, and cities are gradually imposing limits on outdoor smoking in public areas.
3: If Kohl's worked for that company, he'd have about two days off a year. (laughs) (laughs) I get to say hi to Jay a lot out back. Right, me too.
0: (laughs) I thought they had... uh... High life expectancies in Japan. That doesn't seem to jibe with the it high doesn't. smoking rates. Yeah, They're right. Yeah.
2: Huh. Maybe the ones that don't smoke but just eat a lot of fish. No, yeah. so, it'll end off, up being sad. smoking.
3: Will be good for you. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: well, you, Keith Richards is still alive. Yeah, right.
4: <laughs> You'll be mad about that, won't you, Joe? Yeah. Smoking's good for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sharp-eyed Minnesota viewers of the sci-fi series Stranger Things on Netflix Notice something familiar. Oh God!
0: Worn by the character Dustin. He wore an episode- a
3: shirt. Is us and
0: they're bringing it back too. Oh are, well, you guys just we are the whole story. Yeah. While well, you finish it, John,
4: uh, Dustin, the curly-haired character, he wore a uh, Science Museum of Minnesota Brontosaurus hoodie from the 1980s. That caused people to start checking with the Science Museum to get a sweatshirt. Well, of course they don't make them anymore. They only made them in the 80s, but never fear, the Science Museum is re-releasing its 1980s Brontosaurus apparel as soon as possible. Uh, you can sign up. For an email at their website, and they'll let you know when you can order one.
2: And thanks for not spoiling it because I haven't seen the episodes yet. Uh, I, I saw either.
4: episode one. I haven't watched the rest yet. What's it called? Stranger, Stranger things. things. You should.
2: It's a. It's, it's a, really You good, would like yeah. that. What's it about? Stranger Strange Things. things. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's about some kids. Yeah. There is some sci-fi, paranormal. Paranormal, paranormal stuff. Stuff. no, no, really so, no. You, you, you would like, like it. Later. You <laughs> would like <laughs> it. <laughs> You're not in are you? No, I'm out. I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to come over to your house and strap you to a garage chair and make you watch Wow, that sounds kind of
4: weird. I don't want to watch it. Uh, speaking of good <laughs> series, uh, there's a great series called Longmire, uh, and actor Lou Diamond Phillips, he's in that. Yeah, uh, he, yeah uh,
2: Longmire, about the baseball guy?
4: Uh, no, no, it's about a sheriff, Sheriff Longmire. All right, John, what happened? He's in jail, arrested. Who is? Lou Diamond Phillips, All the right. actor I mentioned. Yep. You D- thinking, D- thinking of Brockmire. DWI. Oh. Okay, that's not
0: <laughs> unusual, is it, John? Yeah. What's no, the problem in not, there? Nothing at all. Nothing. Uh, Rookie. I was taking attention of, and don't don't. I was don't. thinking of, he was thinking of right. Right. It's not Longmire. 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 Right. Longmire uh, will have
4: its Longmire's sixth season starts on Netflix this month. Right. It's a really really good uh, western, but not western. I see. Longmire it shows up for
0: that one too, huh? So so this guy got a DWI. So what?
4: A am story, telling you, he, does, he does. Skip- Longmire, just so because
2: of his
3: celebrity, that's probably why it's in the news. That's why it's in the news. That's correct. even
2: though I've that's never true. heard of Longmire.
3: Longmire was actually my nickname in high school. I don't. I've never. I've. I've barely <laughs> heard of, <laughs> <laughs> of Lou Diamond Phillips.
2: No, played, I mean I've heard of. He him. He played yeah.
3: Richie Vallens in La Bamba. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's that was right.
2: his breakout role. And then.
4: he's the best buddy in Longmire. Longmire is the sheriff, and Lou Diamond Phillips plays
3: his Native American best buddy. So why is him getting a DWI in the show a big deal? I'm surprised. Show. I'm surprised
0: Native Americans haven't uh, demanded that the role be played. Or maybe he is a Native American. Uh, no, Diamond, he's right.
4: actually. I believe he's uh, perhaps born in the Philippines. Okay, I, I actually checked on that when I first saw the show, thinking the same thing you just thought to yourself.
3: Really, needless Rich information. Is, it really is yeah. not
4: Richie Valens. No. Lou Diamond
3: Phillips we play La Bamba. We have. We have, oh, uh, la 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 Do we have Jonathan Uhas uh, today, Joe. I'm pardon. Go,
2: I'm, home. <laughs> I'm going. Jonathan Uhas. <laughs> I'm going home. Lou Diamond was born in the Philippines. Oh, it's Subic Bay,
0: Philippines. I just forwarded you an email. You did uh, from. Uh, off-site correspondent, Jordy. I don't All know right. what it is, but it was, was audience. Uh, where are we? Right here? Jonathan Juhasz. Hey, guys. Hi. A little bit good afternoon. A little bit
1: of snow and rain just starting to move into the Twin towns. and uh, So that will probably create a little bit of a slowdown for the rush hour. Not that we need any more slowdowns for the rush hour, but that will probably add to your commute tonight. So snow and rain developing over the next hour or so temperatures will hold steady in the mid to upper 30s, and we're not really expecting a lot of snowfall here in the Twin Cities because it'll be warm enough that most of it'll melt when it hits the roadways, but there could be an inch or two in the northern suburbs, grassy surface areas here by the time we reach the evening hours. Now, if you are traveling north, it's, of course, deer hunting opener. Uh, Brainerd, Duluth, those areas are going to pick up about three to five inches of snow, so the roads will be much, much uh, worse here for driving tonight north of the Twin Cities, and then overnight, we'll just have a mix of rain and snow overnight, lows in the lower 30s, and then tomorrow, some light rain in the morning, otherwise cloudy, and 43 in the afternoon. And then Sunday, we'll have more rain, mostly in the morning hours. Temperatures will be in the mid to upper 40s, but it's going to be windy and raw, and temperatures will fall into the mid-20s Sunday night. We may, okay, just going out on a limb here, not this weekend, but next weekend we may have significant snowfall here in the Twin Cities.
0: Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Uh, the, according to the – I was referred to this piece in the Atlantic Magazine by the chief off-site correspondent. Uh, the editor of uh, uh, bbonward.com. If you miss Bulletin Board in the Pioneer Press, uh, you can find it every day at com. He's been following along with us the destruction of the Academy. Uh, and according to Atlantic Magazine, the uh, most liberal college in the country is Reed College, mm-hmm. a small liberal arts school in Portland, Oregon. Uh, at Reed College, a small liberal arts school, and it's thir- this is 15 pages long. I'm okay. not going to read you the whole yeah. thing. But you're all going to re- remember this reference. At Reed College, a small liberal arts school in Portland, a 39-year-old Saturday Night Live skit recently caused an uproar over cultural appropriation. It's, a, it's In the classic Steve Martin skit, he performs a goofy song, King Tut. Remember that? I sure do. Meant to satirize a Tutankhamun... Tut, Tut, Tutankhamun. Tut Whatever. Exhibit touring the U.S. at the time and to criticize the commercialization of Egyptian culture. You could say that his critique is weak, that his humor is lame, that his dance moves are unintentionally offensive or downright racist. All of that and more was debated in a humanities course at Reed. What? But many students found the video so egregious that they opposed its very presence in class. No. That's like somebody making a song just littered with the N-word everywhere. A member of Reedies Against Racism told the student newspaper. Reedies Against Racism or RAR. Uh, she told me more, meaning the author of the piece for the Atlantic magazine, Chris Bodiner. Uh, she told me more. The Egyptian garb of the back up singers and dancers, many of whom are African-American, is racist as well. And the gold face of the saxophone dancer leaving its tomb is an exhibition of blackface. Well, that seems to me it would be an exhibition of goldface. Such outrage has been. He young man, yeah. He never it seen. People stand in line to see the boy king. king. Such outrage has been increasingly common in the course Humanities 110 over the past 13 months. On September 26. 2016, the newly formed RAR, Readies Against Racism, organized a boycott of all classes in response to a Facebook post from the actor Isaiah Washington, who urged every single African-American in the United States uh, who was fed up with being angry, sad, and disgusted over police shootings to stay home on Monday. uh, Of the 25 demands issued by RAR that day, the largest section was devoted to reforming Humanities 110. It's a required year-long course for freshmen it consists of lectures that everyone attends and small breakout classes where students learn how to discuss, debate, and defend their readings. It's the heart of the academic experience at Reed, which ranks second for future PhDs in the humanities and fourth in all subjects. Okay. Let me cut to the chase. Uh A Humanities 110 protest is visually striking. Up to several dozen RAR supporters position themselves alongside the professor and quietly hold signs reading, We demand space for students of color. We cannot be erased. Bleep, hum 110. Stop silencing black and brown voices. The rest of society is already standing, and so on. The signs are often accompanied by photos of black Americans killed by police. Uh, And they're protesting uh, to, as you can well imagine, white supremacy. But apparently, apparently, some students uh, at this liberal institution are fighting back and saying it's it's getting ridiculous. And mm wow, this is racist. He's my favorite honky. That's power (laughs) washing. Uh. If Facebook is no place to to debate Humanities 110, what about the printed page? Not so much. During the entire 2016-17 school year, not a single op-ed or even a quote critical of RAR's methods was published in the student newspaper, according to a review of archived issues. The only thing that comes close, a clarification regarding a school dance. RAR, Reedies Against Racism, requested that students, specifically white students, give a suggested amount of $5 to RAR if they planned on consuming black and brown culture at the ball. This money, explicitly regarded as reparations, was collected at the door by student activists. The ball organizer responded, we are in support of Reedies Against Racism, but want to make it clear that their event is unaffiliated with ours. Uh, the student magazine, The Grail, did publish a fair amount of dissent over Rar, but almost all of it anonymously. The uh, sole exception was Emma, who contrasted the dangers of growing up in Mexico City to the coddling culture promoted by Rar. So there, there are people, there are people fighting back at this. Uh, okay, this year that's a start. This year, students are ditching anonymity and standing up to Rar in public, and almost all of them are freshmen of color. The turning point was the derailment of the Humanities Lecture on Aug 28, the first day of classes. As the Humanities 110 program chair, Elizabeth Drum, introduced a panel presentation, three Readies Against Racist leaders took to the stage and ignored her objections. Drum canceled the lecture, a first since the boycott. Using a panelist mic, a leader told the freshmen that work is just our work is just as important as the work of the faculty, so we are going to introduce ourselves as well, and the pushback from freshmen, Came uh, two days later with uh, freshmen admonishing protesters. What school is this at? This is Reed College in Portland, Oregon. Jeez. And I, I think the the long, long thirteen-page point the Atlantic magazine wants to make is that uh, uh, I guess not everywhere people are taking it. They're they're uh, they're well, looking
3: at this hey, and for, they're saying, "Forgive me if you mention it. I was on the phone." But yeah. they've come up before Reed College. Uh, Doesn't that uh, ring in a bell with you guys? Well, if they're the league
2: leader for PhDs, they're putting out PhDs. And I'm even talking. Second.
3: Yeah, I'm talking recently because Rook, you're great with this. But that name's ringing a bell. The school's uh, ringing a bell.
0: You're think I think you're thinking of that Evergreen College oh, in the you're State right. of Washington. That's exactly what I'm yeah. thinking of. Uh, close enough. They're all. They're all part of the uh, degraded academy. Uh, but here was an example of apparently there are some incoming freshmen who are thinking, what's this? And, and good for them. Right. Uh, because none of this yeah, will a little stop. little pushback. little pushback. None of this will stop until you point out it's absurdity. And uh, maybe they finally have some kids there at Reed who will. Tom, go ahead uh, quickly, please. Hey, Joe. Hi. Just a quick
1: question for you. You might want to think about it over the break. These ridiculous protests. Now, you and I probably protested things when we were younger. But do you think that these kids will look back on this and laugh someday? Or do you think that they're hopelessly brainwashed?
0: Uh, the latter. All Good luck. Yep, yeah, Thank you. And uh, Bob, quickly, please. Yeah, Joe. You know, they were followed by the gold face paint. And I started thinking about the Wizard of Oz. And Olympians try to win
1: the gold medal. Uh, are they appalled by the Tin Man for taking second place?
0: That's true. Thank you. Ha. That's that's the problem. That's the problem. When you power wash, you you're never done. You're never done. What's next? How far? Uh, well, you were you here the day we talked about? They have to remove the George Washington uh, monument. I was uh, uh, absent that day from from a. From Christ Church in Alexandria, Virginia, it was a it was a church that George Washington helped build, and he was the first president of the United States. But the uh, the pastor there wants to make it more comforting for people, so they're going to get rid of his name. Fifteen hundred ESPN is KSTP, Saint Paul, Minneapolis. It's thirty three.